And leadership is a word that's overused like culture. We talk about leadership and we talk about culture, but we don't necessarily understand it. It's something that is actually lived out in our actions. And this is how it's done is in our five key hires. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. There he is, the man, the myth, the legend. Eric Hatch is with us this morning. I'm going to introduce you. Don't worry, brother. It's been more than that. More than just say, maybe I'll just say that. The man, the myth, the legend, and then boom, he goes. Wow. <laughs> Let's give him a real introduction. All right. So how are you guys feeling? It's Thursday. We got people like trickling in. This must have been like a busy morning. Eric's done like six Zooms already. I'm on my fourth Zoom. How, many, how about you guys? Are you on like your second, third? How many Zooms have you done so far? Third. Becky says three. Okay. <laughs> I love it. So we're going to do something pretty incredible today. Right. Larry already said, love Hatch Coaching and their actions plans in Sierra. Rock on. You've got fans here, Eric. Those <laughs> I of- love it. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Bacon. Right, Eric? Oh, my gosh. Get me, get me slathered in bacon. I'm all yours, man. <laughs> There's become this like uh, ongoing fixation I've noticed Eric has with bacon. So now I'm gonna, just going to lean into it. Cool. So, all right, here's what we're doing this morning, guys. If you are here, turn your camera on, be present with us. You're in for something awesome. So how many of you are, just want Eric to get the feel for like who's here so far. How many of you guys are agents on teams? Raise your hand. Awesome. How many of you guys are team leaders? Raise your hand couple of you. How many of you are uh, solo agents kicking butt? Okay. Those of you who do not have hands because your cameras are shut off, that's fine. You can type it in the box. How many of you guys, right? How many of you guys are real estate agents, period? Type it in the box. Say yes. Say yes. I'm a real estate agent in the box. I'm a real estate broker. No, I'm an auto mechanic. I'm on the wrong Zoom. This sucks. You're totally wasting my time, Jesse. All right. So here's, I'm just stalling Eric because people are kind of trickling in this morning. <laughs> You're right, good, so, brother. So here we go. Here's what we got today. There is a blueprint you can use with which to grow your business. You can do it right and you can do it wrong. And we're not going to say which is right or wrong today. This is just another version because Eric says, here's the five people that you need to hire first. And I don't even know how he's going to break this down. I've heard a little bit of this, but I guarantee some of you are going to push back and be like, no, no, that's, that's not it. And some of you are like, yes, I love this. So whether you are an agent on a team, a solo agent, a team leader, there's going to be something for you today. Eric, Eric Hatch, how many of you guys know Eric Hatch? Raise your hand. Eric knows Eric Hatch. The only couple of you guys. Wow. All right. So go back in the Agent Power Huddle Facebook group. Go search for Eric Hatch's name, E-R-I-K. He did another Power Huddle a few weeks ago on uh, showing partners. That was mind-blowing for me personally, and I think for a lot of people. Go back and check that one out. This is like another, we, we said, Eric, please come back. He is probably one of the best coaches I know in the industry today. They help people have like momentum, like you track their careers. And by the way, I love that as a coach, Eric, I can say he's one of the best and he's not offended. He's not like, you mean I'm not the best? I'm not the only one? No, there are more than one real estate coach in life. There is. But Eric is one of these abundance guys that the people who resonate with Eric, they're going to love what he does, right? I don't make any money if you hire Eric as a coach. I make $0. I have one mission for you guys. Hopefully you know it. I want to bring you tools that you can sell more houses in less time while creating amazing lives. That's it. End of story. Sell more houses in less time while creating an amazing life. And Eric and Hatch Coaching have some amazing tools to help you guys. So without further ado, 
Eric Hatch, the man, the myth, the legend. Take it away, dude. Uh, that's so kind of you. I've also, uh, uh, I've also had the privilege, you talked about my coaching world. Uh, I, I live in the real estate world too. Uh, so I run uh, full-time, I run a real estate team in Fargo, North Dakota. We also have four expansion offices. We'll sell about 850 homes this year. Uh, so uh, we, we've, been, we've been hammering through. And to understand this, there's, there's really two different models. And it's imperative that we talk about this first. There, there's two different models of how to grow a real estate team. Neither one is right. They both have the consequences and the benefits of their setup. Model number one is what we do. Uh, we choose a very deep, deep foundation, meaning that of the 850 homes that we'll sell, I'll do that with about 15 agents in production. Okay. Um, my average agent sells uh, 70 or so homes a year. Our average sales price is about 240,000 bucks. And I have, I have some, I have two different agents that'll sell over a hundred homes this year each. Now they all have ISAs and showing partners and great leverage and admin support around them. And we are an ecosystem that is small, but mighty. So of the 850 homes that we'll sell, we're going to do that with a team of 42 people. Um, so you can get perspective of how we're doing it and what that looks like. The other model, which is different than what we're building is the model of having, uh, having a whole bunch of people. I have a friend uh, on the East Coast who uh, will sell about 1,200 homes this year with his team, and he'll do so with 130 agents. Now, his agents will come in and out very quickly when they hit a certain point of selling 20 or 25 homes a year, they oftentimes leave. His ecosystem, he's actually making more money than I am, but he has a lot more turnover and a lot more headache and a lot more chaos. And uh, frankly, for me, I'm such a high eye on the disc profile that I want everybody to like stay with me and I'll be heartbroken if somebody leaves. And so in the last 24 months, I've lost four people, two ISAs, uh, one got out of the business and one uh, got out of the ISA role. Somebody retired and an admin left. And that's all we've lost in the last two years because we're building a, a mentality and an ecosystem where I think we're working on having people stay for a really long period of time and have obscenely robust lives. In fact, that's the foundation of what I'm building. And so as I talk about the five key hires that I think it takes, I want to tell you that if you're an agent on a team, uh, this still completely pertains to you, except the first two hires, I believe your ecosystem will be afforded to you. And that, that'll, that'll make sense in just a moment. But I get asked all the time, Eric, if you were to do it all over again, what would you do differently? And the answer is a lot. And in fact, in 2013, uh, I was with a, a large brokerage and was growing a team, was brand new. I, I started real estate in 2011. In 2012, uh, my team and I sold 192 homes, but I was 113 of those 192 sales. Like I, I'm a hustler, y'all. And I was just out there grinding and nobody had success except for me. And I realized we had an ecosystem that was all about um, my business and I wasn't teaching them because leadership takes time. And all of these things that I'm going to teach you are going to buy back your time to be reinvested into leadership of other people so that they are successful. Zig Ziglar says that you can have everything in life you want if you help enough others get what they want. And I believe that any real estate team that I want to be a part of is that my goal is to help them have the life that they want. It's not about me making a ton of money and having a bunch of power and everything else. My purpose of my team is that my 40 plus people have unbelievable lives and I work for them, they don't work for me. 
Now, with that being said, we have to have the right foundation. And the first hire, if I were to do it all over again, because in 2013, I got kicked out of that brokerage and I had to start over and I had to take a look at what am I doing and how can I reinvest this time? We went from getting kicked out in 2013, opening up my own brokerage in 2014 to now selling 850 homes this year as a team. Uh, that all has happened because it's been a leadership journey. And leadership is, is a, a word that's overused like culture. We talk about leadership and we talk about culture, but we don't necessarily understand it. It's something that is actually lived out in our actions. And this is how it's done is in our five key hires and our actions will support it. Hey, hey, first Eric. hire. Yeah. Hey, can, ahead, can, can, we, can we do something fun? Cause I want, I want to, are you guys liking this so far? I'm just watching people. Like, people are like into this. Cool. So I want to take, while you go into your five, I want people to type in the box. What's your definition of leadership? I'd love to see what people's definition is. And then you keep rolling, Eric. So I don't want to take focus away, but type your quick definition. You got like one second, type your definition. And then Eric's going to blow through this. And, I, and I love your intensity. I love where you're going. And Eric you, is man. frankly, he has a book on leadership. That's incredible. That's why oh, I look at that. How's that for fun? <laughs> I, I was going to pick it up off my desk. Anyway, I've got it on my desk too. So it's, I feel like I'm on one of the tonight shows. You're like, so our next guest has a book. Eric, here's your book, right? But he does. He is one of the, probably the most experts on leadership in our field. Um, so there you go. Larry says, oh, that's uh, funny. Eric Hatch is the, is the example. Brent Conley says, be the example, show the way. Nathan Lynn says, leaders lead by example. Andrea says, uh, Andrea says, leading people, be, letting people be themselves, empowering them with trust, not control. Leading by example, says Lonnie. Terry says, leadership, your ability to help others realize their potential. I love it. All right, Eric, really, really cool things. Um, I, I, would, I would say leadership is servant leadership. Uh, I, I'm a guy that loves Jesus. You don't have to love Jesus, but I'm not going to hide what makes me shine, you know? And, and servant leadership is, is all about like, I'm taking care of that other person and I'm, I'm helping them. And so it's clarity on what they want and then accountability, support, and love to make sure that they're getting where they want to go. Our team is as such where our standards are so exceedingly high that unless you choose to be extraordinary, you're not allowed in our world. Because what I have to give of my time is the most valuable thing. And I choose so intentionally on who I give it to, which is why for me, the model of a whole bunch of agents and hoping that somebody's going to make it doesn't exist in my world. My world is like a country club. It's the most exclusive place to get into and the most inclusive place once you're here. And so as I choose on where to give my time and my energy as a servant leader, I know that my job is to show up for them every single day. Now, with that, we have to understand that you have to have money. You have to lead with revenue. Uh, money for me is like oxygen. Oxygen is necessary for life, but it's not the purpose. Money is necessary for a business, but it is not the purpose. If you're underwater and you can't breathe, the only thing you need is a breath. If you're financially in debt and you can't breathe, the only thing you need is money. And that's why your first hire is not an agent. In fact, the, the, when I was on this a few weeks ago, and Jesse, I love being here. So thanks for allowing me into your world. Uh, the first hire is not an agent. The first hire is an admin. It is leveraging yourself, but you have to understand what this admin does. If you're on a team, usually this admin is afforded for you. But what the admin does is they are taking away their things on your plate that are momentum killers transaction coordinating, uh, putting a sign in the yard, running an earnest money check, um, doing some back end administrative things. My first admin 
And your first admin, if you don't have it, should be picking up your dry cleaning and bringing your dog to the vet and like helping out with those things. They have to understand what they're getting into. Please don't like tell them, hey, this job is going to be all, all candy and lollipops. My admin honestly has gone to my house to pick up my dog's feces to bring to the vet because my dog had a worm. You know what I mean? Like, like, and she knew that she was getting into it. And so we joke that like her life now has been literally picking up crap in, in my life. But she understood that she's here to leverage me because I need to stay in my lane of productivity. Before you bring on other people, you have to maximize your own time and the value that you have. To maximize that means that you need to be in lead production time. Jesse, I'm about to go on a rant here, and this is a side rant, but it's an important rant. There's three buckets in which we get our business from. No other buckets exist. The first one is PCSOI, past client and sphere of influence. That's the first bucket. The second bucket is low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit would be Zillow, Realtor, Trulia, Homelight, Radio, Sign Calls, these people that are like property inquiry leads or they are ready to move right now. Those are very expensive mediums. The third is your long-term nurture. We're talking pay-per-click, we're talking retargeting, we're talking Facebook leads, forced registration leads on your website. These are long-term things. Now, I don't believe you should chase after the second and third bucket as a solo agent, at least until you're financially motivated enough and you can take the swings of what that exists with. Full transparency, I know I run a big business, but it costs $175,000 a month to run my business. If I had the guts and I don't have it yet, I would love to go back and to redo what I did before. I would stop spending money on the Zillows and the low-hanging fruits of the world. I would just stop. I'm reliant on it now. I'm like stuck to it, not for the money that I make, but for the money that my team members make on it, right? I make, I make a smidge, they make a ton on it. And so it's a value proposition that I've created. But if I spend 20,000 a month or 2,000 a month or whatever it may be on Zillow, wouldn't it be better to reinvest that into your past clients and sphere of influence? See, if I hire an admin and that admin is taking off the minutia things on my plate, that reinvestment of time is into my past clients and sphere of influence. I saw in the Be Different Mastermind yesterday, uh, I watched uh, Kyle Whistle, who I know a lot of you uh, uh, like, know, and trust, and I do as well. Kyle had a video that said, show me your calendar and I'll tell you your income. Does your calendar reflect your intentional lead generation efforts with your past clients and sphere of influence? Or are you just chasing the crap you've already bought? Because that's financially irresponsible, y'all. I say y'all like I'm not from Fargo. I should say you guys in a nasally Midwestern accent, but instead I'm going to say y'all because I'm trying to fit in. The idea is this. We cannot give so much attention to the stuff we buy, and we need to give attention to the people that already know, like, and trust us period, bar none, and the first admin that you have affords you that opportunity to reinvest that time that you buy back into the people that are most likely to refer you and work with you. That means you need to time block to market to these people. You need to time block to have a Facebook strategy. You need to time block to be a contributor on other people's Facebooks. Write this down. Look up Gary V's dollar and 80 cents strategy, $1 and 80 cents. 
He says, when you go and contribute on somebody's page, and he's of course looking to be an influencer on social media, right? So he says, you give your two cents to 90 people a day. It means you search for hashtags, you search for all these different things uh, that are going to bring for you value. And instead, what Gary is saying is it works for you as, as agents and realtors as well, is you go and you act as a contributor to people that are your Facebook friends and contributors to those that you're following on Instagram and you're commenting on their stuff and you're bringing value because you both need to be engaging on your own page, but it's even more important to be engaged on other people's stuff. And that's what buying back all this time with your first admin does is it allows you to put more energy and effort into PC SOI because you don't have to spend that money. You should earn that money. Does that make sense? Please not if, we're, if you're with me so far. Okay. Your second hire is also an admin. And if you are anything like I was, I'm now freaking out saying you're asking me to bring on two salaries. That is so obscene. Why wouldn't I just hire an agent that I pay nothing to and hope that they bring back for me all this fruit? Frankly, that agent doesn't bring you back fruit because you don't have the time to train them anyways. And they're not as good as you are at converting leads and they don't have the, the mojo that you do. And so instead you've taken this Zillow lead that costs you $500 or $300 and you've put it in the hands of an untrained ruffian and they bring you back jack squat. And you think, well, they're going to get one or two and I'm going to make a ton of money on that. And that's so stupid. Ah, now my voice went up an octave because I'm getting fired up. Uh, Lakeisha's laughing and I'm just going to watch you because you have a great number of us, Lakeisha. I'm just going to keep watching your energy here. Your second admin means that you have to have an absolute belief that your business is a business. That you have the trust that you have a repeatable, duplicatable system that's bringing in consistent income because you're lead generating, because you're following up on your leads, and because you're diving in so deep into your past clients and sphere of influence. People will say, Eric, how many deals should I be doing to bring on my first admin or my second admin? And I'm going to say it depends on your price point. If your price point is similar to mine, 250,000-ish, I think that between 30 and 40 deals a year which means you know, you're bringing in 150 to 250,000 in GCI, I think you should confidently bring on an admin. If you're in Jesse's world where your average sales price is 600 plus, cut that in half, right? You have a much bigger metro to serve. You, you have much bigger price points, which means bigger commissions. And so really, if you can afford an admin uh, to take on uh, some risk for you, they will actually make you so much money. Okay. But this first hire takes things off your plate. And the second hire, Jesse, go ahead. I just want to make sure, go ahead, finish, finish your sentence. The second hire. Second hire is helping you to build out new projects. First one is taking off all the minutia. The second one is marketing enhanced, database enhanced, project enhanced. Because the first hire I made as an admin, I had a long list of things I hadn't gotten to. And her job was to help me get to all those things. But really, she created so much more work for me without giving me any breathing room to take that minutia stuff off of my plate. Yeah. This is what I want to show. I just want to make sure. Is this, is this making sense, guys? Raise your hand if this is making sense. All right, cool. Now, Eric, I know you're a speaker. You love speaking on big stages. I don't know if you figured out the trick yet for Zoom. If you have gallery view on your screen, watch this. Right? If, this if you guys like this, do this with your hands. Like if, if this is making sense. You guys like this? Okay. See, now you get some energy. You're like, okay, cool. They're digging it, right? Oh, yeah. No, I just watched Lakeisha. She just keeps smiling. I love there it. There you go. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, 
So your, your second hire, again, you are so inundated with your business. If you're on a team, these first two hires are probably afforded to you, at least in some way, shape, or form, that you should be getting this leverage support uh, to grow your business. And, and now the second hire is allowing you to maybe start purchasing a little bit of business, not irresponsibly, not just spending a ton of money, but they're buying back your time so that you can now start building on your business. And this brings me to the third hire. So in your world, first hire is admin, second hire is admin. That means that now you're doing anywhere from, uh, depending on your price point, if you're in Jesse's world, you're doing 30 or 40 deals a year. If you're in my world, you're now doing 60 or 70 deals a year. And confidently, I know that I'm making a ton of money. And each admin that I bring on should help me do an extra 15 or 20 transactions. Really, if my average commission is 6,000 bucks, if an admin helps me do 20 more transactions, that means that's $120,000 in GCI. And if I'm paying that admin a $40,000 a year salary, and that's actually high in my market for a, a newer admin, I'm getting a three to one return on my investments. I believe that every admin and any hire should get you a three to one return on your investment minimum. And it is imperative that you inspect what you expect. I didn't cover this, uh, but in the beginning, you have to understand that bringing these people on and just throwing them to the wolves and hoping that they figure it out is an irresponsible use of your time. That this is a leadership journey and that you are overtraining them, over-equipping them and making sure that they own that job. That they are not there to take orders from you, but they are there to own their job. And when that happens, you are freed up to go into lead generate. So it is a slow down to speed up mentality in this, which is why you always have to lead with revenue. You always have to have your oxygen, which brings me to the third hire. And this is a showing partner. I can even take off showing partner and just put the word partner on there because people use it for different reasons in different ways. But this is now a licensed partner and an extension of you. This is a third salary. Holy cow, Eric, you're telling me that I need three salaries to start this. And guess what? The fourth person's a salary too. So buckle up because we are not thinking of this in an irresponsible sort of way. I breezed through, I'm going to breeze through this now, but as Jesse had said in the, in this group, I did a few weeks ago, something as a deep dive on showing partners. And I'm convinced you should not hire buyer agents ever again. And instead you hire showing partners because I'm going to take an average commission of $10,000 on a deal. Here's how the math works out. We have in our head, if I have a $10,000 commission, I'm going to give all those to my buyer agents and they're going to bring back half of it for me every time. So if I give five $10,000 commissions to a buyer agent, they're going to make 25 and I'm going to make 25, but they're not trained. Well, you're too busy with your own business. They're not set up for success and they're not going to convert like you do. So frankly, they're going to bring back if they're great, three out of five of those. And so where you thought I'm going to make 25,000 on this. Now they're making 15 and you're making 15, but what if you made 50? What if you're Nate Jones? By the way, I have another friend named Nate Jones, so I love seeing another Nate Jones here. What if you're Nate Jones and you set up and you say, I'm going to keep all this as the rainmaker or the lead agent. I want to keep that $50,000 because I can kill five out of five every time. And I'm going to pay somebody a salary to do the showings and to set up the drips and to be the nurse to my doctor. Is that person going to be better trained? Are you going to be the negotiator in it and give a better experience to that client? Because if you are, now you're going to close five out of five. That's $50,000.
And let's say it takes two months for that to happen. And you're paying that person $3,000 a month. That means you spent $6,000 on a salary and you're net positive $44,000. A buyer agent brings you back 15 to 25. A showing partner brings you back 44,000. Do I have your attention yet? Because you need to act as a business person. You need to think of yourself differently. I hate Redfin and yet I respect the hell out of them. Okay. Redfin has said, we're going to take salaried agents because we know where the risk is and the risk is in the marketing and the risk is in the negotiation. The risk is not in opening up the damn door. I'm not minimizing what a showing partner does or what an agent does. But when I look at the value, if I took a hundred percent value, what do I value the door opener and the person who's setting up the drips? Cause I don't value it at 50% of the worth. And yet that's how a lot of our worlds are set up. And so Redfin, the, the broken thing with Redfin is that they're not trained enough and there's no graduation strategy for them. In our world, our showing partners graduate up to be those that get a chance to earn a 50% commission because everything is earned and nothing is given. Y'all treat your businesses like UNICEF, like you're handing out all this stuff as freebies to people because, well, I really like this person because I interviewed him for 45 minutes and I trained him for six hours. So now I'm going to trust them with all this. And that is a stupid and irresponsible way to do your business. Get strategic because if you're hiring somebody as a salaried team member, do you actually give it more love and consideration than somebody who's a commission-based? Which is totally wrong because the commission base is costing you far more. So now, two admin and a showing partner, I think that you can do 60 to 100 transactions no matter your market size with those three hires. 60 to 100 transactions per person. It's what I'm doing with my team right now. We're building teams within teams and this ecosystem exists in our world. And I swear to you, it works 99% of the time. We're just hiring a buyer agent and trying to figure it out works like 10% of the time. I promise you this, transform the way in which you hire and you will transform your financial future because you're giving these people better training, better leadership, more of you because you are Tiger Woods in this thing. And if you're going to be Tiger Woods, it's what they want. Jesse, I know I have five minutes left, so I'm going to go fast. Eric? Yeah, Jesse. You got five minutes, but here's the thing, guys. He'll be on here again because we love you. People are digging this, dude. You can put it in the Agent Power Huddle Facebook group. Like, I already knew people, you're, like, like, you guys love this, right? Like, so yes, you got five minutes, do what you do. But like I always yep. say, from P.T. Barnum, leave them wanting more. This is great. So get, get through whatever you get <laughs> well, in the next four and, minutes. And, you're good. And I'm, I'm going to send you, if you haven't done so yet, subscribe to Hatch Coaching's YouTube page. Uh, we ha I, I have 70 plus videos in there and I'm putting new content in there weekly. Um, and follow me on Facebook or whatever. And I'm going to, I just want to give, give, give. I know eventually I'll get a chance to earn, earn, earn from it, but I just want to give, give, give. Cause that is, uh, my philosophy in life. So fourth hire ISA inside sales agent. Okay. In ISA, this is going to be the hardest hire you will ever make. Most people want an ISA and it's like a leprechaun riding a unicorn holding a four leaf clover. Like it's that hard to find sometimes. However, I will tell you this, that an ISA is not what you maybe think it is. An ISA used to be somebody who is a phone ninja with the thickest skin possible to get told F you a hundred times a day. And they're just exhausted by people, but they still show up and they don't get paid for nine months from the deals that they set. That's what an ISA used to be. 
With technology, now I know some of you met, uh, put in some of our hatch messaging and hatch systems things that we have within uh, Structurally, ISA, and uh, within Structurally, YLOPO, and Sierra. Those are the three platforms we have. We're almost uh, rolling out with follow-up boss too, which we're excited about. All those things have awesome messaging because here's what an ISA does now is really they're a database manager. You're purchasing leads and they are massaging those leads, putting them on the right drips and the right campaigns so that the leads will literally come in and raise their hand and say, I'm ready to talk about houses. Now it's more complicated than that, but if you are ever going to be buying leads, your time as a rainmaker is in leadership and in lead generation and production. It is not in lead conversion for a thousand pay-per-click leads that you're not giving any time and attention to. And you need to have an insurance policy when you're purchasing leads. And that is best with an ISA, AKA a database manager. That's the fourth hire. The fifth hire is another showing partner because your first showing partner, that third hire, that first showing partner should be graduating up to a buyer agent. And you're needing to bring on a showing partner again for your production and maybe a second one because now that first buyer agent who was originally a showing partner is in production again. And they're now needing that kind of leverage. And that's how you grow your world. That's how I've grown my world from, boy, back in 2011, we did 192 deals. In, or in 2011, I did 52 deals as a solo agent. Fast forward to today, and we're doing 850 on the road to 1,500 in the next two years. And it's all based on this ecosystem of these people. So whether you're on a team, you're a solo agent, you're a team lead, or whatever it may be, you have a path in this and just figure out what your company is providing for you and you build the rest. Mic drop. That's it. <laughs> I love it. And last time I saw him speak live, he made people do push-ups on the stage. So today, no push-ups, but dude, that not was incredible. Like, okay. So, yeah. so we've got questions in here. Obviously you're not going to have time to answer all of these. Michael Henry asks, so distinguish between buyer's agents and listing. So you, so you distinguish between buyer's agents and listing agents, question mark. So in our world, everybody starts as a showing partner, then they graduate up to a buyer agent, then they earn the right to take on listings too. Listings, I think, are so much harder than buys and everything is earned, nothing is given. And so uh, in our world, you have to earn that spot to do listings. And you first start with listings from your sphere for a year and your own procuring before you ever get company listings. So everything is earned and the partners that we hire, uh, they're leveraging traditionally on the buy side. Yeah. And, and I saw Larry, by the way, put in here a question and we're going to wrap it up here, guys, right at the halfway through the hour. Larry says, can we have Hatch Thursdays? I, <laughs> wait, so, a, so Amy Izzo will be back next week. She's our recurring Thursday host. And I don't know what Eric's life is like, but I guarantee I will ask him nicely to be on here in a regular basis. Happy but to. if you love what Hatch is doing, go check out some of his coaching stuff. I mean, he has all of this training. You can get him in various formats, both bite-sized, chewable, capsules, whatever format you want <laughs> on a regular basis, right? Thank you.